Hey everyone, your real pastors are back with an episode and a just mm -hmm. a normal episode, which is yeah. very exciting. We haven't done one of these in a while. Yeah, yeah, very exciting. Uh, I've been preparing for this episode my whole life, <laughs> as you should. And we, we are a journey today, folks. And it's going to be a good one. And I am very excited about it too because I mean it is still exciting for us uh, to be talking about said topics where we are going to be talking about Batman's filmography and just all the times that Batman has shown up on the big screen. Big screen. And um, so what we're going to be doing is today we're just going to do a quick rundown. We're going to hit every single one that has come out. We're going to talk about each person who played Bruce Wayne slash Batman because they are two characters an mm -hmm. actor has to play, Bruce Wayne and Batman. We'll discuss that more. Um and we're going to have a quick breakdown, maybe talk about our favorites, favorite moments, not so favorite, things like that. And um, and then we're just going to kind of let this spring into other episodes where we are going to go in and break down each movie and why they meant so, so much to us. And one episode may have one or two movies included, maybe three, kind of depends on what we have to say. Some episodes may have just one because we have a lot to say about mm -hmm. the one. Mm -hmm. But we're going to let this spring off our deep dive into the Batman filmography. Yes, we are diving into the cave, the Bat Cave. Get your utility belt on. Oh, I should have grabbed mine. Do you have yours? And uh, uh, mine's downstairs. But we got to start by planning the, the roadmap. You know, this yeah. is us sitting down saying we're going to journey through this. But first, let's see where we're going. Yes. Yeah. And so the first thing, like we got to look at, and I was able to find, um, I was able to find this picture, Gary, uh, just so we can kind of see, kind of how things look like. Oh, I mean, listen. Good. Yeah. Look at look at all that Batman, look at oh, all that Batman, and there is a lot. Mm -hmm, there is a lot on there, and this is something where uh, we are excited to dig into because both Gary and I grew up watching Batman. I mean, Batman movies, especially which one we'll talk about today, the Tim Burton one, uh, really did kick things off for superhero movies to be an actual thing. Mm -hmm. And Batman has paved the way for a lot of things, comic book world, superhero. Uh, Batman paved the way for it, so we have to pay tribute uh, to the man himself and the character mm -hmm. who pretty much gave us what we have today. Yeah, I uh, it's no secret if you've been watching the show for a while, Batman is my not just my favorite superhero, he's my favorite fictional character. Uh, it's like Red Sox, Batman, Miami Dolphins, they're all mixed into one, but Batman is just always been a Batman fan, and uh, I'm excited to journey through this. As we journey through Batman. So uh, some of these uh, conversations are going to be positive. Some of these are not going to be so positive. Um, but we're in for it. And uh, journey along with us as we talk about the history of Batman on film. Filmography, as Efren put it. And I think it's important to understand. We're mm -hmm. talking theater release Batman movies, correct? Batman on yes. the big screen. Because if we were, if it was everything, we'd be here a long time. Because Batman yes. has appeared in many different things, and mm -hmm. there's a lot of straight-to-video animated movies that yeah. we could talk about, which those are great. We could do a whole other journey on those. But this, we're just going to keep it to movies you, that were a theatrical release. Yes, and that is what we're focusing on, and because that's the only way we can actually do this, right? And and by no means is this like a complete history of the Batman character. That's no. another video for another day when you're delving into comics and all that kind of stuff. This is just... The ride with his movies but before we continue uh don't forget if you haven't yet please subscribe 
Mm-hmm. So you can get more awesome content from The Real Pastors as we talk about multiple things. And I know some of you may be thinking, man, there's a lot of comic book stuff on here. Listen, now that I'm very excited because now that movies are coming out, we're having we're having these releases, we're having these things uh, roll out more now that the pandemic is, I guess, coming to an end, or at least restrictions are uh, being oh, not as I tight. Was, apparently the New York Yankees got COVID yesterday, so who knew? Oh, well, there you go. Yeah. Now, I, I guess. It. Well, COVID, I don't think COVID is ever going away, but doing what we had to deal with is starting to go away. So we will have a lot more things to talk about besides superheroes, but but we are going to talk about some of our favorite characters. But subscribe. You'll be able to catch up on a lot of awesome stuff and a lot of awesome content and that we will be discussing. And then hit the like button and share with your friends. Let them know. This is a, a great time to subscribe because last year we were kicking things off. Not a whole lot going on. You know, it was me and Efren weekly talking about, will we get movies? Well, I like this. I don't like that. And see no man Jaws, you know. Yeah. But uh, now we actually got, we're going to the theater. We're watching new movies. We're reviewing stuff. So it, a lot of different avenues on this channel. So yeah. And we both have AMC A-list. So we're going to the movies. Yeah. yeah. I'm on A-list now. So yeah. So we I'm can a part just... of Efren's entourage. Yes. We pay 20 bucks a month and we can watch all the movies we want. Yep. Well, and, up to three uh, week posts, so. Next week, do we want to tell the folks what we're doing next week briefly? Uh, we can save that for the end. Uh, yeah, you can, let's, let's get yeah. into it. Let's, let's, get, let's it. get into what the people came yeah. here for, right? The, yeah. Batman the Batman filmography. And we are going to um, start off with the classic, the man Batman and the Adam West Batman as, um, as we have right here. And uh, I tried my best to find quality pictures, side-by-side pictures of all these characters. Because like I said, here's here's the very first thing that needs to be noticed about Batman. Of any character playing Batman, he's not playing Batman. He's also playing Bruce Wayne. Those are two different characters. Those are two different mindsets when you go into things. And Adam West is the first one. uh, You know, to my knowledge, I think there was another guy before that, but I think it was a show. I don't think it actually made it to the big screen. I think I'm pretty sure. Uh, Adam West is the first one to make it to the big screen, and uh, and here and here is the man himself. And this is a guy that I respect because he gladly made fun of himself as Batman for years oh, yeah. to come, in yeah. different shows and like a cartoon show. And, um, Fairly Odd Parents. He was Catman. He was the voice for Catman and mm-hmm. did a bunch of silly stuff. It was great. But his, this is his first appearance following up the show. I can't remember after which season. So my apologies for not uh, having that done my research there we go um but he had done this and this is one that has pretty much if you've seen a adam west batman gif it probably came from this movie oh yeah no doubt dancing uh running with a bomb shark attack Mm -hmm. uh batman versus shark so this movie was released the imdb imdb machines has it july 30th 1966 the tv show debuted in january of that year um so 1966 is when everything kicked off as far as Batman. And what I've always appreciated about this is it's a very self-aware show. You know, mm-hmm. um, it was on reruns, obviously when we were growing up, it's the first Batman I saw. Um, it knows it's campy. It knows mm-hmm. it's for kids and it doesn't try to be anything else. Um, when we actually review this movie, I, I, I got a list of one liners that I'll read on the show that are just absolutely yeah. awfully amazing. Uh, mainly all read by Adam West, but Adam West owned the role and he knew what he was doing. And, mm-hmm. uh, he was uh, responsible for launching this thing off. Yes. And this is one that, uh, Isaac, I'm sorry, I still have your entire Batman, Adam West Batman series. I need to still need to get that back to you. But my kids love it. They loved watching it, and they probably probably need to finish it. Um, 
But yeah, but here's where we're excited. Listen, here we go, Cole. He's like, Batman. Cole's Batman. very, very excited yeah. that we are talking yeah. about Batman. But this is where it starts off. If you had the uh, dancing, the dancing Batman, you know, in the, with the, in the, in the I called it the Egyptian room, but like all yeah. the Egyptians and stuff around, like, this is where this is. And now, Gary, did you get a chance to rewatch this before today? Uh, I started watching it. I started watching it last night, actually, or actually this morning. Mm-hmm. Uh, I hadn't finished it. I hadn't watched it in so long. But uh, all I got to say is Batman versus Shark, sign me up. Yeah. And the yeah. shark repellent. Yeah. Uh, which will be important repellent. for later. Yeah. Right. And uh but yeah, Adam West every every Batman has its signature I'm Batman and Adam West is I am Batman. Yes. And yeah. and this is one like here and here's for as campy as it is and all those things. Here's one thing I want people um to realize about Ad, the Adam West Batman is that he when they did the show, when they did this movie, they really were making an effort to bring the Batman comics to life. Yeah. And even at this point, the Batman comics weren't taken as anywhere near as seriously no. as what he has been taken now. Yeah. Right. Like they, there isn't this deep dive in the psychological and all this stuff. Like it wasn't. So this this movie and this show actually did a good job at representing what the comics were. Mm-hmm. And and that's why they had like when they got hit the pow the bang and mm-hmm. all that pop up because that's what yeah that's what that's what it looked like yeah that's what it looked like and this so this is like probably the truest adaptation of comics to film that we've mm-hmm. ever had in my opinion of any comic book movie um, because this is what it was and they did it and yes it was campy and yes it was fun yes it was geared towards kids but you know what it worked I mean this thing was a huge hit. Yeah, I mean, especially in the '60s, this is what Batman was going through. Batman became it, Batman was kind of a roller coaster. It became a story where you know billionaires' kids' parents were shot in front of them, you know, and then and then it got really campy, and then you know, and this, but this was definitely the adaptation of that for sure. Mm-hmm. And and what I like about it, I've always appreciated about it is it, it doesn't try to be anything else. And yeah, um, I know we're not reviewing it necessarily, but the issues we have with some of the movies to we'll talk about down the road is it tried to do both and mm-hmm. it was just a, a mess. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Adam West, I mean, you got to respect him for kicking it off. Yeah. And, you know. and, and, and we did a good job. Movie, we'll actually talk about the cast and stuff that goes into it. Yeah. Yeah. We just want to hit some highlights, but this, this yeah. movie did exactly what it was supposed to do. Mm-hmm. And, and this is where like, again, this isn't what I said earlier, like the taken seriously thing, but at least like this got people, this and some others at the time. I mean, these did have a few years later, like Incredible Hulk and Spider-Man and stuff. Like they had different live action shows that were going on, Wonder Woman. Um, mm-hmm. But like, again, Batman helps kick this off by putting it right into the face of society. And it does well. And it does really well. So um, so that's the first one. That is Adam West Batman. And so the next one we are going right into. Again, we're going to try to hit the highlights here. Mm-hmm. But then uh, next we have, you know, this, I know this is where Gary's going to have a lot more to say. <laughs> yeah. We have Michael Keaton as Bruce Wayne mm-hmm. Batman. And this one was directed by Tim Burton. And this came out in 80, 89, right? 89, right? yeah. Yep, 1989. Mm-hmm. I was four years old. I was well, one. <laughs> what was I doing watching this at four or five years old? <laughs> but whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, so this came out in 1989. This is Michael Keaton. And this is where... I'll say this, and Gary, I'll let you take over, sir, because I know you got lots to say. But this is where Tim Burton came in. He was like, he wanted a much more serious take on Batman. Mm-hmm. 
because he knew about the Adam West Batman. He knew about all that. That's pretty much what, what was his predecessor to this. And Tim Burton wanted to do something different. He mm-hmm. wanted this character to, to be taken seriously. And he even, even he was just like, there's so much more to this character and the psyche and all this kind of stuff. So he wanted it to be taken seriously by, by the studios, by his screenwriters, and ultimately mm-hmm. by the audience. And, um, and again, once again, Batman trailblazes and uh, sets that tone. And because of this movie, this is why we have the Batman we have today. Yeah. Is because of what Tim Burton and Michael Keaton did with this Batman movie. I think you got to give credit to this. And um, I just looked on my phone. In 1986, Frank Miller wrote The Dark Knight Returns, mm-hmm. which was kind of that bringing Batman back to, the, back to that darkness um, mm-hmm. of the character-driven thing. And this was uh, that kind of launched it off, and this continued that. Um, but yeah, this was, I mean, this was probably the first VHS tape I had watched it mm-hmm. over and over again, you know, look back and this, and, and Tim Burton never claims this is not, it's not a kid's movie, you know, like yeah. what we just talked about. This is a, it's a dark movie, um, psychological movie, a bizarre movie in ways, mm-hmm. but, uh, Michael Keaton was my Batman for a long time when I think it's nostalgic. Like we talked about in, uh, our, we talked about a movie news a few weeks ago, um, he was, yeah, I had Adam West, but, you know, Michael Keaton was Batman to me. Like, mm-hmm. so much so that when I saw him in something else, I was like, what is Bruce Wayne doing in, in this movie, you know? Right. Um, when I saw him play a bad guy, I was like, that's not right, even though he's a terrific bad guy. But mm-hmm. uh, just, he owned this role. And uh, this is a fascinating movie, fascinating um, time of Batman. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously, I was one years old, you were four, but apparently it just took over the entire country or the world, yeah. you know? Yeah, yeah, because this was this is the first movie like it, especially a superhero movie. This was mm-hmm. first superhero movie like it, where things the superheroes were taken seriously, right? I mean, think mm-hmm. about everything that came before it, whether it was Hulk, Wonder Woman, um, Spider Man, Japanese Spider Man, if mm-hmm. you will. Like so much, there's so much stuff out there, and these shows and stuff, and even the cartoon shows. Mm-hmm. They were campy. They were, you know, they were just really jokey and fun and laid back and stuff like that. So the cartoons, the live action, everything was pretty campy. There wasn't anything that was saying, Hey, these are serious characters that we can take, you know, and, and I tell like really good deep stories that people can connect with. Cause before it wasn't about that before I mean, you had, you had uh, like subtle undertones of maybe um, societal issues or anything like that but it wasn't anything like in your face or anything like that but it was yeah. it may had some serious things underlying but it was still fun and campy and for mm-hmm. the kids or for the family it was never seen as something that adults can take seriously and connect with yeah. until tim burton did this with this batman and mm-hmm. so again changed the landscape and paved the way for a lot of other movies i mean after this I mean, this is where you start seeing people um wanting to take superhero movies a little bit more seriously there were a lot of really bad failures mm-hmm. on superhero movies um honestly it probably wasn't until um the first blade that people mm-hmm. were like oh we really can take yeah. comic book movies seriously and uh with that being like marvel of course and then once mm-hmm. sam Raimi's spider-man uh series came out then that really helped people they're like oh this is a lot more serious but it started with this batman oh yeah yeah so yeah, without this, who knows what happens in the 90s and early 2000s. But mm-hmm. this really kicked things off, you know. And in my opinion, you had the perfect person playing Batman for that time period. And uh, I know he's and, – and you had the perfect director, too, to bring in that darkness at mm-hmm. that time. And know? weird darkness at the same weird time. Weird darkness, yes. 
Yeah. And, uh, there's some bizarre things in that movie, both those movies. <laughs> and we'll, yeah. we'll hit on those. Don't, 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 don't uh, get us wrong. We'll hit on those though. Yeah. So moving right along, something else that was born because of, again, Michael Keaton, Batman. So here's what is born. And this is, you know, I could talk for days on this one. And it is Sir Kevin Conroy with the animated series Batman. Now, in case people have forgotten, the animated series exists because of Michael Keaton's Batman. It can be taken mm -hmm. seriously. So the creators of this story, when they say, hey, we want to make a Batman cartoon show, even the creators of this said, well, we want him to be taken seriously. Mm -hmm. And they had very adult themes throughout this show that kids didn't catch on as adults, you know, Gary and I catch on later. Um, but they took it very seriously. And then because of the success of the show, we have Mas Batman Mask of the Phantasm. Yeah. Which had its theatrical release, which is why he is in, this is in this uh, breakdown here. I mean, I don't remember the numbers. Maybe Gary, uh, you can get your IMDb machine, but I know um, Gary, he probably has the numbers and stuff on how it did. I think it did fairly well. I mean, this show was extremely popular um, mm -hmm. to the point now, now to the point now there were people, there are a lot of people, I, I mean, more, probably more so diehard Batman fans or even diehard animated fans, but when they think of Batman, when they think who is the best Batman, they think of Kevin Conroy. Mm -hmm. And they think of him because, because the way he, with his voice alone, mind you, yes, he's a voice actor. With his voice alone, you can tell he is acting as Batman or he is acting as Bruce Wayne. And when you're watching the show, you can tell the difference. Like, you know, it's the same guy, but it's like, oh yeah, that's Bruce Wayne because of the way he talks, the way he, his voice carries himself and it translates so well onto that screen. Um, and then, Side note, all right, just take a little step to the side with me. Because of this series, that is why Mark Hamill as well mm -hmm. is known as the best Joker. Because of, yes, they never had the on-screen uh, acting that they had to do as all the other actors that we're talking about, for exception of one other, but as all the other actors that we're talking about. But the fact that they're able to do what they did with their voice, that's what makes, that's what made these things so iconic. And if you didn't have the right voice actor, this show and this movie would not have worked. Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's just, they're both that good. Kevin Conroy is, I mean, he's regarded as Batman just as much as Michael Keaton or yeah. other people will talk about down the road. He he's in that conversation because of how good his voice was and how, you know, it, it, it's such a hard thing to do. I can't imagine because you can, you watch the show, you can tell the difference, like you said, between Bruce Wayne, you can tell it's Kevin Conroy, but he just, it just nails it spot on. And uh, I love the animated series. I own it on, it's on the shelf. I watch it several mornings a week with my coffee. Uh, still holds up to this day. It's not one of, you know, you go back and watch stuff as a kid, mm -hmm. you know, Mask of the Phantasm and the whole animated series, it holds up. And I still love rewatching all of it. So yeah. yeah, Kevin Conroy, you are deserved to be on this conversation show. Even though you weren't physically Batman, you didn't put on the cow your voice, your representation of it was top notch. And the whole representation of Batman and Gotham City in this old mm -hmm. anime universe is just magnificent. Magnificent. Yes. It is a work of art. The, the animators took, took this very seriously themselves on how they drew it, the looks and everything. Mm -hmm. um, but what's amazing is if you watch behind the scenes stuff, which I know, Gary, you have, mm -hmm. um, when you see Kevin Conroy and these other voice actors, they are acting. Yeah. I mean, I mean, like, yes, you, all we all we see or hear technically is their voice. But when you see the behind the scenes, they're they're using their hands or you get in their body mm -hmm. as if they were acting on screen. And I mm -hmm. think people forget that it's like you still have to act it out in real life, even though you're just standing there. Mm 
because mm-hmm. if not, the voice won't come out. And this is what makes him so good. And and what really what makes this show work. If Batman doesn't work, <laughs> Bruce Wayne doesn't work, the show does not work. Uh, exactly. So that's why Kevin Conroy, um, you know, he had his theatrical release, and this is why he's in that conversation. Uh, Cole out here says, anime series probably one of the best, if not the best, representation of Batman. Honestly, I would go a little bit further and say the animated series is probably one of the best animated cartoons ever made. Yeah. To be honest. Mm-hmm. I mean, what these people did was just just outstanding. Yeah. It's hard to have something people from when you and I grew up hold it in such regard. And then you have someone like Cole, you know, who's a you know teenager who also holds it in high regard because it is that good. Mm-hmm. You know? Um, yeah. I can't wait to officially review Mask of the Phantasm. That's gonna, yeah, that's gonna be fun. What a great, what a great movie. Yeah, it was, it was. So moving right along, here we go. Uh, so now we have, and I tried to put this in order as much as possible. So we had Michael yeah. Keaton Batman's because of that. We had animated series. Now as animated series is running, we have Batman Forever, which Val Kilmer now steps in. This is not a Tim Burton movie. Tim Burton did Batman and Batman Returns. Unfortunately, we did not get his third one, which we can talk about on another day. Uh, again, just maybe giving y'all little hints and cliffhangers on purpose to come back and join us. But we will discuss that on another day when we discuss the Michael Keaton Batman movies. Um, so this, well, this Joe Schumacher came in on this one. Is that correct? Joel, yes. Joel, yes. sorry. I always he recently passed away. Joe Schumacher still alive. Yeah, my bad. I always say Joe. <laughs> Joel. I always forget that last Let's call back L. to one of our first episodes. <laughs> yeah. We laid Joe Schumacher to rest. <laughs> Oh, poor guy. Uh, Yeah, Joel Schumacher took over. Um, We'll explain why later. And Michael Keaton, he said, if Tim Burton's not brought back, neither am I. So, steps in Val Kilmer. Yep. And Val Kilmer, and for me, I thought Val Kilmer did an adequate job. I mean, I didn't think he was amazing. I thought um, he was fine. Mm -hmm. Like, he did an adequate job um, with what he was given. I just wonder, because I know Val Kilmer's a good actor. And has mm-hmm. been in a lot of stuff he's inside. So part of me is like, I just wonder if the script was that bad and he had mm-hmm. didn't really have much to work with. I don't know. Um, this is the movie that start that decided, well, let's get back a little bit more towards the campy side of things. Yeah. And uh and, and this is the one where you have Tom Lee Jones as Two Face, you have um Jim Carrey as the Riddler, they're the main big bads. Uh Nicole Kidman is the love interest, and um, and I forget you know what her character and stuff was obviously it wasn't that important mm-hmm. i mean it was to the story but i didn't care enough um, she's kissed by a rose yeah there you go so i just it's just kind of like eh, okay whatever yeah. um but Chase this Meridian. that was her name sorry yeah you're good so this this is where like again they decide let's go back to the fun and campy people don't want the dark and serious but this is also where you start seeing numbers go down less interest in batman starts with this movie because it was just I mean, Tom Lee Jones, a great actor that he is, was just absolutely ridiculous. And I know we're not you know, reviewing this thing right now, but just trying to point out the campiness that they did of it. But when we're looking at, you know, Batman on screen, this is obviously part of it. Val Kimmer did a decent job um, with what he was given. I, I'm still going to blame, because I like Val Kilmer and other things. I'm still going to blame the, the script. Mm-hmm. I'll blame the studios for this one. Um, so, but this is, I mean, this is one that's, that started... But this wasn't the the killer. We'll talk about that one next. But Gary, any more thoughts on this one before we move on? Yeah, I mean, I just want to talk about Val Kilmer. I don't want to get into the other stuff because we'll do that down the road. But mm-hmm. I thought he was a fine Batman. 
Um, adequate was a good word. I'm a huge Val Kilmer fan. I cannot wait for his documentary. It's coming out in a few weeks mm-hmm. on Amazon Prime. But uh, I thought I thought he hand, handled the psychological aspect of Bruce Wayne really well. Mm-hmm. Um, but anybody at this point, at, you know, I, I'm in – it's 1995. I'm seven years old, I think. Anybody not Michael Keaton playing this role, I was going to be like, really? But um, mm-hmm. uh, but this movie, uh, it, it was budgeted $100 million, made $52 million the first weekend, and $184 million gross uh, in the U.S. So it made money, but not, you know. Not what it should have. Not what we're talking about, you know, the other two movies. But, mm-hmm. you know, um, but yeah, I mean, compared to what we get next, Val Kilmer is fine. Yeah. Yep, and then like I said, this was the start of the decline, money-wise. But yeah. it wasn't like it's like you said, it still made money, but it wasn't, you know, Michael Keaton money. Right. This movie was everywhere, though. Do you remember as a kid, McDonald's, oh, yeah. Batman Forever, everything? I, I wish I had those glass, those glasses. I still have one of them. I wish I would have thought really? of that. Yep, I oh, have. I oh man, that's cool. Yeah, I yeah. got one of them uh, downstairs, but it's yeah. the one. Unfortunately, it's the one with Robin. I don't know where my Batman uh, is, but I had yeah. Batman, I had Robin, and I had Riddler. I had oh, that's three. cool. Yeah, I remember this movie was marketed crazy. And there was a no, Bill Elliott drove a McDonald's Batman Forever car, NASCAR. I remember that. My dad had oh, a yeah. <laughs> He's yep. a redneck. So anyway, there <laughs> yeah, yeah. So Talk there on. you go. So it's Val Kilmer. So moving on uh, to the next one, and this is where oh my dear heavens, uh, I know it's one person's uh, guilty pleasure, and then unfortunately we do have to talk about it. And this picture honestly says it all. If you just look I, at Batman, it just says it all. But this is George Clooney uh, playing Batman and Batman and Robin. So at this point, Robin is now, you know, Robin made his introduction in Batman Forever. Now he's full on with here in Batman and Robin. This is also where we get the introduction of Batgirl. But it wasn't Batgirl, if you know what I mean. Yeah. It, 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 was, it was just it was just weird. Um so going back a little bit, here you go. You got Sherry saying Val Kilmer. Not a fan. Right. <laughs> yeah, not a fan. Not a fan at all. Um, but, and this is, okay. I, I'll just say this and leave it at this because we can talk about, it. Uh, unfortunately, I could rack on this movie all day. But because of this movie, I refuse to watch anything with George Clooney in it. I just, I just, like I know, like I know on paper and stuff, the man's a good actor, whatever. But, but as a child, when this came out, when did this come out? 98? 97. 97. Okay. So when this came out, I remember like, I didn't like it. I thought it was dumb. And then I just said, he ruined Batman. Because that's how much these Batman movies meet, like fall and rise on Batman, the character. Mm-hmm. If Batman and Bruce Wayne isn't right, the whole thing's dumb. And the fact that it was just so campy and dumb and, and, and bat nipples and bat butts and and bat visa and it, and it was just like and he and he honestly george clooney was really bad in this in my opinion Hi, so I was, yeah. man. <laughs> like it, it just he was I, I remember like i remember as a kid watching be like something's off when i got older and rewatched it i was just like he did not care which made me even more mad i'm like george clooney did not care so to me he killed batman because we got no batman of any kind on the big screen for years oh, after God. this and and I was just like I'm done. I am like I was so angry, and this is where like I was just kind of thinking like you know because he had Uma Thurman, another great actress, mm-hmm. uh, has done great in other things as Poison Ivy. That was gonna be cool, you know. They had Bane, which was if you hey. want to call him Bane, yeah, that was disappointing. 
And then, you know, then you have Mr. Freeze and Arnold Schwarzenegger, which, oh, yeah. and I think in a different universe probably would have worked awesomely, but not in this one. It was just so. I'll do my Arnold impression of him in this movie. I have a lot to say. Yeah. So, but needs to say, still, this movie happened. This is what happened next. It, it's, it's part of the Batman filmography. I do not have this on the shelf, but it, it is part of it. That's what it is. Um, but I'm sorry, George Clooney, you ruined one of my favorite superheroes. I just can't watch anything else you're in. I'm sorry. I just can't do it. I, I have nothing to say. I just, <laughs> I don't. Uh, it, it pains me. So you might not know this, but Commissioner Gordon himself used to live across the street from me when I was a kid. The actor oh. Pat Hingle. Really? Who played Commissioner Gordon in these movies. Mm-hmm. And I uh, went over to meet him one day. Awesome guy. Really nice. Talked to me for a while. And he signed my VHS of Batman movie. And I wish I still had it, but I always regretted that this was what I had him sign. Oh. <laughs> this is what I had on me. And I was just wondering, like, he's probably thinking, what the heck is wrong with this kid? Why did he buy <laughs> You know? Um, yeah. George Clooney did the opposite. This movie did the opposite for him that Batman did for Michael Keaton. Michael Keaton as Batman caused me to watch everything Michael Keaton was in. And mm-hmm. I mean, every, I've seen everything he's ever done because he's Batman. Yeah. And George Clooney, I haven't, I've been able to watch him in other stuff because he's, he's, he's a solid actor, but at the same time, I, I didn't back mind. I'm like, uh, he, he was Batman. Yeah. 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 Listen, I, I, so I did so, so I've never wanted to see him in anything. Right. And so I had a group of friends that like, let's go watch oceans 11. And I mm-hmm. fought with them. I said, I do not want to watch this because George Clooney's in it. I know I can't do it. And I fought and finally they convinced me to go. And I was like, fine. And every time he was on screen, like, this is why I couldn't even enjoy oceans 11. Cause every time I saw him, I was just like, Oh, Batman killer. Yeah. Like that's really what happened in my mind all the time. Yeah. I just couldn't yeah. do it. I just couldn't oh, yeah. do it. So, I get that. I so, get, so I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Aunt Sherry. Uh, you can like the man. He's but, great uh, in a brother art though, though. <laughs> I couldn't even watch that. I started watching it, but I'm just like, I, I just can't. I can't. Oh, man. I can't do it. it That's just... a bizarre movie. But yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah not, not Batman's best, finest moment right here. No. And we'll Which talk is funny. about why it is the way it is when we review it. But yeah. as, as a whole, Bat, George Clooney's Batman did not work. I just find it funny that we said not his best moment, and we already discussed Adam West Batman. Oh yeah, <laughs> we had nothing but positive things said. to say. Adam West Batman, it, it was campy. It knew it. it. These two movies, in my opinion, I'll say this again: we review them. They tried to do campiness and darkness at the same time. Yeah. It was just a complete mess. Yeah, complete mess. But then, they happened. Yeah, and, and George Clooney just—you could just tell he just didn't want to be there. Oh yeah, you know? and he's just like, I'm, I'm dressed up as a bat. You know yeah. what am I? You know, like, yeah. But do. thankfully. So th- how long did it go between this and the next Batman? 1997 to 2005. Okay, 2005. So like it mm-hmm. effectively killed Batman for a while. Like mm-hmm. people had to get Batman out of their minds, which was hard for me, which I'll discuss briefly on this one because here's the thing. Here's probably the one upside to that movie existing that I will say this is why Batman and Robin has to exist mm-hmm. because we get Christian Bale and you Batman right. Begins right. and we get... And we get the Dark Knight and the Dark Knight Rise. We get the Nolan, Christopher Nolan, Batman. I don't know, uh, Gary, as much as we hate Batman and Robin, do we get this if Batman and Robin didn't exist? No, we don't. Because we get another Joel Schumacher movie called Batman Triumphant that he had already written Mm. and was put in development. Um, Back in October 2003, the Boston Red Sox lost Game 7 of the ALCS to the New York Yankees. One of the most heartbreaking moments of my life. Um... 
the following year they win the World Series. Because, and they won the World Series because they made the changes necessary to make after the way they lost Game 7 the year before. And mm-hmm. I put this that moment in the same vein as Batman and Robin to this, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. You know, We get this trilogy because of how bad Batman and Robin is. Mm-hmm. Yep. And I, yeah. And, and, he, and here's the thing that's funny, Gary. When Batman Begins came out, right? Because when Batman Begins came out, I, still, I, wasn't, I was still big in the movie. I watched movies all the time. Mm-hmm. But I didn't pay attention so much to who directed what, who was, other than my, my favorite actors of, oh, look, it's Tom Hanks, Robin Williams, um, stuff like that. You know, other than like a few, I was like, oh, I know exactly who that is. You know, Tom Cruise, if you will. But I, I was just kind of like, if a movie yeah, looks interesting, I went and watched it, you know? Like, mm-hmm. I didn't care. Yeah, hold, hold your tongue there, sir. Anyways. <laughs> but, uh, but anyways, yeah. But so like. But when this came out, I still had such a sour taste. It's been so long between that and Batman Begins. I still was just like, uh, they're doing another Batman movie. It's probably I didn't care. Suck. Yeah, yeah, I, I didn't did care. not care. No, I didn't know who Christian Bale was. No. Um, people were telling me they're like he was an American Psycho. I'm like, okay, what is that? You know, um, it's like I didn't know no care in the world. I was burnt out, and I was also, you know, we had seen X Men and Spider Man. Yeah, and you know, at this time. Maybe I thought I was a little bit too cool. I don't know. Tenth grade was a weird year. You know <laughs> what I mean? Um, yeah. And but I went to the theater to see it with my brother, and no expectations at all. Ten minutes in, I was thrown back into the Batman world, and I was reminded why I love the character so much. Mm-hmm. Because I was like, oh my gosh, this is what I love. This is what it's supposed to be. Mm-hmm. You know and all the way up to the final shot of this movie. I mean, I, this is one of those movies. I, I think people clapped when I left the theater because of mm-hmm. how good it was and how great the ending was. And maybe yeah. because people still had Batman and Robin in their minds. And then when they yeah. saw this, because like, for instance, another friend of mine, my best friend from high school, he, um, and he's a film guy and does, you know, he's in the industry in different shapes and forms, but he was one, he is a huge Batman fan as well. Like, and we always had, me and him always had the debates who would win in a fight, Batman versus Superman. And the only reason why I would win is because I said, well, Batman can't turn his neck, which gets addressed, <laughs> which gets addressed in the Dark Knight, by the way. It does, yeah. <laughs> so, so a little bit yeah. of self-awareness there, which I appreciated. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, but at any, but at any rate, he, he loved it, but, and he was the one that said, dude, you have to go see Batman Begins. I'm like, yo, man, you know, I can't do it because of what happened. He's like, yeah, but you know how I felt about it. And I decided to suck it up and give Batman another shot because it's been a while. And it, it will tell you it's worth every minute of it. I'm not telling you anything other than it was amazing. So yeah. I was like, all right, fine. So I, it was probably like week three it had been out. That's I finally funny, yeah. go. I finally go to watch it. Theater's like, you know, half empty at least. Probably a quarter, probably only a quarter filled up, I guess. Um, three quarters empty. Dagnab, I couldn't think of that for some reason. But Math is hard. Yeah, math is hard. But anyways, um, they had... I go go in and you know I'm watching it and like you said like as it starts off starts with the background you see Liam Neeson as mm-hmm. and uh, Ra's al Ghul and I'm just like yo they're taking this they're taking this seriously like this is great mm-hmm. and then I got sucked right back in and I'm like yes yeah awesome Batman once again and Christian Bale I thought did a great job as as a different type of Bruce Wayne yeah but he still did a good job of Bruce Wayne and Batman and balancing the two and play the two characters right. And so it's essentially getting where now people are excited for Batman movies again. Yeah. So thank you, sir. Yeah. And I left when I went to the theater, I was still like everything you said. And I was like, it's not Michael Keaton. I'm not going to care. And I left the theater and I said to my brother, I was like, 
he might have been better than Michael Keaton, mm-hmm. you know? And he was like, no. And I was like, that was so good, man. And, you know, it's like 1A, 1B. But, yeah, Christian yeah. Bale. He, Christian Bale, Christopher Nolan, bring back the character. And, man, I can't wait to talk about this trilogy. It might yeah. be my favorite trilogy of all time. Yeah. It might be because I, I watch it twice a year at least. I just yeah. – I can't get enough of these three movies. Yeah. And the realism that they bring to Batman mm-hmm. and all that kind of – it just – yeah, we can talk about that for another day, but this happens. And once again, Batman, now he didn't like, tra- he trailblazed a little bit, but mm-hmm. more just on the DC side of things. Yeah. So because of this, this is why we have a much more serious Man of Steel and yeah. stuff like that, which people don't like. We can talk about that another day because Gary and I will defend that movie. You dang right. Life. You dang uh, right. And these are guys who don't really care for the Superman character, and we absolutely love yeah. Man of Steel. But love anyways, it. Love it. So, yeah. but, but, but Man of Steel, again, do we get Man of Steel without the Dark Knight trilogy? We don't oh, know. And Christopher Nolan's a producer on that. So, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. And, and I don't want to dive too much in it, but it's just hard not to. DC wasn't really doing anything before this no. came out. They were doing animated stuff and animated stuff. And killing it, honestly. Do what? They were killing it on AM. Yeah, animated. yeah. I mean, and, then, doing great. and this happened and then boom, you know, so. And well, Christian Bale as Batman and Bruce Wayne was top notch. A different take on both the characters, mm-hmm. um, I think, but a very good take. Um, you know, so and, and that's what I love about this character is every single Batman we've talked about so far has been different yeah. than the one before. Mm-hmm. And I just I love and that. And that is a beautiful segue to the next one, which people may mm-hmm. not may not be like, oh, wow, I forgot about that. But it is Will Arnett as Lego Batman. <laughs> <laughs> and listen, he first makes his appearance on the Lego movie. To, oh, in my, in my, opi- yeah, in my opinion, completely steals the show. Oh my gosh! Yeah, completely steals every scene that Lego Batman is in. He just absolutely steals it. <laughs> of course, miracle. Yeah, of course, self-aware and just making fun of everything Batman that we've talked about that's come before it. And then he was so popular in his limited yeah, role. He gets his own Lego yeah. Batman movie, which is one of the best so Batman good. movie period ever made. So I love it. I mean, Anytime look at we're just laughing. Want, anytime my kids want to watch a movie, I'm like Lego Batman. And they're like, no, not again. Lego Batman. Yeah. It's just it's hysterical. And it makes fun of everything. Even Batman, the shark repellent. The shark repellent. Uh, but the one with the Prince music. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and his voice is just hysterical because he's it's, it plays into that whole, I'm Batman. You know, that yeah. thing is just, it's so great. And it's, it's also very heartfelt too. Lego yeah. Batman is awesome. And Will Arnett's voice is, I've always been a huge Will Arnett fan since mm-hmm. uh, Arrested Development, where she is hysterical in that show. Um, and he is hysterical as Batman, and the Lego Batman's awesome. Yeah, he just, you know. and which is funny because he usually plays the giant turd. Yeah, he, w- he yeah. was the giant turd guy in Hot Rod. Yeah, you know, yeah. he usually yeah. plays that guy. But in this He's one, for him hilarious. to be, I know, for him just to be Batman. And, but you know what I love about the Lego Batman movie, and maybe we'll just focus on that since it's his own movie. Yeah, um, is that to me they finally address the issue of Batman, the deepest issue of Batman of. He didn't want to commit to family because of what's already happened to his real family. So him trusting the Robins and going through Robins and him trusting a Batgirl and all that kind of stuff that that we know in the history of Batman was addressed that he straight up was just like, I already lost one family. I don't want to get too close to any other one. And then how that always causes issues through his whole life. So 
because of the Lego Batman movie, we do get that heartfelt, like in-depth look into the character of, of Batman, of everything that has come before it. Yeah. Shows, movies, uh, animated movies, everything. I mean, that's really when it comes down to it, that's the problem of Batman and the Bat family and all that kind of stuff. That's his issue. Yeah. And so I thought that was like really smart that they made this extremely fun, hilarious, amazing movie, but still have the depth to mm -hmm. where it's it still felt like a Batman movie. Because if you don't have the depth, it's not a Batman movie unless you're just going to be campy and make fun of it. They were able to do both, which is why I love that movie so much. Batman's a deep character. And this this movie, and there's not usually like, yes, he stole the Lego movie. And when you get to this whole movie, sometimes maybe it's over the top too much, but it was just, it's so good. And it, it, it balanced the humor with all that other stuff, the deep, the depth of the character really well. And mm -hmm. uh, Will Arnett will be voicing Lego Batman to for the rest of time. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So just great. So, yeah, we'll dig in more into that. <laughs> I mean, cool. I mean, you could tell, you could tell. <laughs> So as, soon as, it, as soon as it pops out, I just can't help but laugh because it just it brings me so much joy, you know? It is. And this is like the way, like if you're going to make a joyous Batman movie, they did it right with Lego exactly. Batman. Exactly. It, was per it was perfect. And then like, with you, my kids are like, hey, let's watch a movie. I will say Lego Batman, then Lego movie, and then I will go to Disney movies. Like I will I'd always say, suggest those. I say this one, Big Hero 6, and then whatever else they just want to watch. Yeah. You know, but yeah. So... Definitely worth that. a watch. Listen, if you are one where you're just like, oh, I haven't seen Lego Batman movie, do yourself a favor and go watch it. Rent it from wherever. Borrow yeah. it from someone. If someone's a Batman fan, odds are they have it if they yeah. like movies. It is 100% worth your hour and a half. Yeah, so. I always struggle because, as you know, my, my movies are by genre and I have all my Batman movies together, but this movie is next to the Lego movie. And I don't I always wonder, should I put it with my Batman movies or should it be a Lego movie? I never know. Yeah. But, this just the inside jokes alone with the history of Batman make this movie worth the watch. Yes, you yes, know? and I, and I think that's why I put it by the Lego Movie. It's fine because Lego Movie is the comedy and it makes fun yeah. of a lot of stuff. So yeah. it'd be weird to have Master of the Phantasm, Lego Batman. <laughs> <laughs> and yes, yeah. folks, these are the things I think about because it's important. I need help. <laughs> yeah. So and then lastly, here we go, guys. We have the last. Uh, on screen Batman, and I'm just gonna go ahead. Gary, you started off, man. We have Affleck. Ben Affleck, yes. also known as Batfleck. Batfleck, my favorite Batman. My favorite Batman. Ben Over Affleck. Michael Keaton. Over Michael Keaton. Yeah, I just I love Ben Affleck as Batman. Right. I do. It's like, and I just I, I spent years thinking about this, but just something about how he just delivered this character. I just I love it. Now Christian Bale's movies are better. Yeah, but Batman versus Superman: Dawn of Justice, the Snyder Cut, what Ben Affleck does for this character, in my opinion, is the best big screen version of Batman I've ever seen. The warehouse scene, and if anyone tells me, "Hey, Christian Bale's better, Michael Keaton's better," hey, fair enough. See my office versus Parks and Rec conversation. I'm not going to argue on that, but yeah. I, there's a reason why that poster's behind me. I I've always been a Ben Affleck fan, you know. My wife mm -hmm. calls him a man crush. I wouldn't go that far. But, <laughs> you know, Ben Affleck as Batman is my favorite Batman. And um, he, when he was cast as Batman, there was a lot of people concerned. Because we mm -hmm. saw Daredevil, which is not good. Sorry, Aunt Sherry. That is not a good movie. Oh, that's um, terrible. It's not Absolutely terrible. Um, so that's what people were thought about. But I'm sitting there thinking, yeah, but look at the movies he's directed. Look at what he's done since then. Maybe he can bring to this role. But 
as soon as he comes on screen as Bruce Wayne, he just knocks it out of the park, running into the destruction where people are running out. He just it's he did a great job, and it pains me that we probably won't. Who knows? But we might not see him take take the cow again. But yeah, yes. sorry, I'm, I'm I'm just too giddy. I, I just I, I, I love I love Ben Affleck as Batman, and I'll I'll forever say that. Yeah, and which is fine. Listen, I thought I had I had my concerns. I thought this was a terrible uh, casting at the time, but I also thought Heath Ledger as a Joker was a terrible casting. So Same. take all that stuff you know, as yep. you will. Um, but the thing for me is that with this, with him being this character, I, I realized, like, as I watched it, right, in Batman vs. Superman, I was like, wow, he actually took this seriously. He did. He actually bulked up to look the part, which that was part of the problem with Daredevil. Is he yeah. was still, like, scrawny. He didn't look the yeah. part. But he looked the part, and I thought it was good. But he, but here's where, for me, uh, and just in this conversation, I've, I have a hard time, honestly, even ranking him amongst Batmans because we mm -hmm. never got the Batman solo movie. And that's, and that's why yes. it's hard for me to even put him on the, on, the, on the list to say, was he better than Keaton? Was he better than Christian Bale? You that's a fair point. That's because – yeah, because that's for me. It's like he didn't get his own movie. All these other guys yeah. got their own movie. He didn't. So we didn't get to really see what he could bring to the entire character and how this version of Batman would have done on his own. Now, we get the glimpses of greatness. Oh, yeah. We do. Especially in the only edition of Batman vs. Superman. You're dang right. We get a lot of really good glimpses of what, this, what we could have had. And then, mm -hmm. again, like you said, in the Snyder Cut, we get a lot of really good glimpses. If we were able to get it a full feature-length film of just Batman, I think the conversation, in my opinion, would have a lot more legs on, okay, oh, is yeah. Ben Affleck up there as the top Batman or not? No doubt, no doubt. And he wrote the script for the Batman, and he was casting Joe Manganiello as Deathstroke. Mm -hmm. And people say that have read the script say it is one of the best scripts they've ever read, and it is a shame that it probably won't get – but you also, we thought that we not got get the Snyder cut, so maybe we'll get the Ben Affleck Batman movie. Who knows? Um, but he was going to direct it. Yes, he was going to direct it, star in it. Uh, he wrote it with uh, David Goyer, I believe. Um, but it just mm -hmm. didn't come to fruition. Some of his personal problems are the reason for that. And uh, yeah, yep. Uh, and uh, but yeah, uh, it, it it will. It's a shame we didn't. He didn't get his own Batman movie because he. And when I stopped being concerned about um him being, playing batman is when i found out how much of a batman fan he is mm -hmm. uh, apparently he has like a bat cave in his house like wow. dedicated to the character and and i was like okay he'll take it seriously he's not gonna george Clooney this and and he didn't buy yeah. it at all so yeah and you can yeah. tell you took it seriously and he, and here's why too i want to i wish we would have gotten hopefully maybe we still will maybe someone can convince him a full you know the batman that he wanted to do Mm -hmm. Is because at times I felt like he didn't switch from Bruce Wayne to Batman, you know? Yeah. Like he, mm -hmm. he didn't make the two different character switch. But again, it's hard to to see that he made that effort with the little bit that he had in both movies. Yeah. Right? I mean, like he didn't he didn't have enough uh he didn't have enough Bruce Wayne mm -hmm. scenes to show his, you know, how, can he be Bruce Wayne? Can he pull it off? Yeah. And, and most so of the time that, he is Bruce Wayne, he's in the Batcave. Yeah. You know? So he doesn't need to have his persona on. Yeah, you know, other than the one scene where he meets uh, Lex Luthor and Clark Kent, yeah, you know, do you, do you see a little bit of it? It's like, okay, it looks like he can do this, but again, I need I need more of a sample size. Need more, yeah. But what that. we got was absolutely amazing, yeah. and I loved and, it. 
And I'll say, we talked about animated series. On-screen, physical Batman, he looks so similar. And the rumor is, that's why Zack Snyder cast him, because he looks so much like the animated series Batman. Yeah. You know, if you look at that Bruce Wayne, it's like he resembles a lot. You know? He does. Um, I got to stop talking about him, because my wife gets concerned when I talk about Ben Affleck too much. I don't know why. Yeah. So. Yeah. So you go and share again. <laughs> and share. Yeah. Ben let's, Affleck is our favorite. Let's and, start the movement. Let's get to Ben Affleck Batman. Yeah, start the hashtag. I'm not even saying Affleck. I want a universe, just one movie. Just give us the just movie. one. Just, just, just yeah, just give us one movie yeah. Yeah. that yeah. bridges some of the other movies we had together, and yeah. I think it'd be fine. Yeah, and, we'll, fine. And, we'll, and we'll discuss that further whenever we do our fix the DCEU episode. Yeah. That episode's coming, folks, and that's gonna be a big one. Oh yeah, because that's that gonna is gonna be a season finale, series yeah. finale of Real Bastards. Yes. Or not series, but you know what I mean. Yeah. Yeah, but a hundred percent. The Ben Affleck solo Batman movie is part of that fix, but moving right along. So that's what we have there. That pretty much says it all. Yeah, it really does. It really does. just says all of it. That's and so moment. That, is our, <laughs> that, that is our breakdown, ladies and gentlemen, of, yeah. of our Batman filmography and just a little bit about each one. Like we said, we would like to do a deep dive into, into each of these. So the next couple episodes, well, of quite a few episodes, I guess, we yeah. will be having... Um, We'll be having that. I mean, look, just look at all those Batmans right there. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot to talk about. Batman is an iconic character in our culture worldwide at this point. Um, he is just as popular and just as well-known as Superman. Um, mm -hmm. As much as I love my Marvel stuff, listen, action comics came first. Mm -hmm. And because of that, Superman and Batman are world worldwide icons. Created by Bob character. Kane with Bill Finger. Got to give Bill Finger his credit. Yes. Absolutely. So we're going to be digging into those and um, digging into those movies. Like I said, some of these, like probably the Michael Keaton movies, we'll lump them both together. Yeah. Um, so, you know, so we'll be, we'll be digging into, digging into these a little bit more, talking about what they brought to the table, more like official reviews and deep dives on the roller coaster ride known as the Batman filmography. I mean, there's Batman a lot, <laughs> there's a lot to cover. Yeah. It and, really is. You know, it really is. But thanks but, for watching. We'll be back Thanks. next week with some reviews and uh, we'll continue to talk all things Batman on this deep dive. Yes. And if you're looking forward to more insights, we are here for you because oh. again, Batman has just done so much for the comic book world and in, through, especially through film. So we're excited. The Dark Knight deep dive. There we go. Yeah. Dark Knight deep dive, ladies and gentlemen. So the next couple oh. weeks, few weeks, that's what we're going to be doing. Some movies will double up. Some movies will give them its own due process. Um, but we're going to be digging into that in the next couple weeks. So that's what you have to look forward to. So make sure you subscribe so you don't miss out. Turn on yeah. the bell so you don't miss out when we go live or when we post a video, depending on how our, our schedules go. Like, share with your friends. Let them know the real pastors are finally digging into some Batman. Yep. So, All right. All right. Peace we'll see you guys next time. See you. Yep.